Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's our WrestleMania special for the Getting Over crew. Join myself, Stuart Woodmancy, Paul Williams, and Matthew Moore from all over the country. Um, obviously, we're uh, we're sticking with the lockdown and we're staying indoors, but that doesn't mean the podcast stops. So uh, yeah, we uh, we jumped onto the internet. And made it happen. For various reasons, this is a two-part episode, just like WrestleMania this year. It's in two parts. So uh, this is part one, and make sure you tune in for part two. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast getting over WrestleMania. That's the audio, and that's that. Go. Hello, everyone. Welcome along um, to this month's edition of Corona. I mean, uh, Cookie Cast presents Getting Over, number 15. It's a little bit of a different setup to normal, as you probably know, but uh, as you can see, we are joined by everybody. There's uh, Mr. Cook. Hello. Mr. Williams. And uh, Mr. Moore, our Northeast correspondent. <laughs> so yeah, um, what should we talk about? Has anything happened in the last uh, like three or four weeks? Then, or have been out? No, literally shit all. <laughs> for, um, this is oh, the yeah. first time I've been. Uh, this is the first evening I've had in in a long time. <laughs> I, I'm getting I'm getting a little bit sick of going out. To be honest, just yeah, might as well just stay in for the next. 12. That, that, that's because you're literally sat in a box. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is this is like the studio, thanks to the wonders of uh, technology. <laughs> Sarah said I, she's, I, I said, she's trying to get the money together, but she's really struggling or uh, something. I don't know. There was something about money and trying to get the funds together. To be honest, mate, she's not <laughs> happy that I've destroyed the wallpaper in the living room to put this up behind me. Destroyed? <laughs> Improve, please. Come on. <laughs> I, oh, you've seen the wallpaper. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we're, we're here. Different cell to normal. And uh, to all intents and purposes, WrestleMania, as everybody knows it, is kind of cancelled. Kind of? But it's not. It's too big for two, for just one night. You know, oh, yeah. And what every man think dreams have been said about themselves. <laughs> well, stretch, stretch it over two nights if you can, eh? But yeah, the, um, we've, we've, uh, why, why would you miss out on the marketing opportunity? Like, I'm, you know, you can't cancel my biggest event. I'm going to turn it into a new tagline. And also, we'll get to this later on, I'll stick it on a T-shirt saying, I wasn't there. Fuck off. That is a kick in the nuts for every... In fact, let's start as we mean to go on. Let's get ready to grumble in nice and early because that is mine for this podcast. Um... Yeah, people have paid thousands of pounds or dollars or baht or whatever currency you wanted to pay it in to go to WrestleMania. Some people arrange things like honeymoons or like birthdays or whatever around paying all this money to go. And the guy has very, very insensitively stuck, I wasn't there on a t-shirt, constantly reminding those people who have possibly lost money um, 
and obviously all the memories and all the rest of it, just how much of a massive twat Vince McMahon can be. Um, I'm probably never signing any kind of WWE co- uh, contract for any kind of job after this podcast airs, but uh, don't think that's going to happen anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So that's that's my ready to grumble out of the way nice and early. Sorry I didn't time it, but that really pissed me off, so I have to get out of the way. Cheers, boys. Um, anybody else want to chip in with a ready to grumble nice and early, or uh, do you want to keep it for a little later on? I mean, I've, 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 I've got one. Go on, mate. Sling it in. Who, who wants to... Has anybody got a timer on hand, or... Uh, nice and prepared, I was, obviously. You get a timer. Right. Go on, mate. Go on, we're giving. 30 seconds. On the clock, Mr Cook. Are you ready? I am. Right, three, two, one, Grumble. So uh, it's it's a social media related thing. I'm sick and tired of seeing the uh, the pirate advert that apparently they've done two different ones, which would seem to be a male and a female one, you know, for equality and all that. That every time you scroll through social media, that first scroll is the WrestleMania advert, and then it's the oh, it's too big for too big for one night. And it's every time it's like. You're really rubbing it in. It's probably not the best thing to do right now. Uh, that's your 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Absolutely right with that. Uh, Mr Moore, anything you want to grumble about nice and early, get it out of the way? Mine's just the general kind of one is that stop giving t- title belts to people because, oh, here you go, here you go, man. See, here's a title belt for winning the Premiership. What, what happens next year? Do they have to give it to Liverpool or whoever wins the thing next year? It just it, it, it aggravates me. Yeah, there's Triple H. Oh, your championship is in the post. No, no, they just lift the trophy. They don't give a shit about the strap. Thank you very much. I don't know where it came from. It needs to stop, though. That, that was very succinctly just tucked inside the 30 seconds there as well. So, uh, yeah. Holly agree, but you know they, they can't give Liverpool anything this season, surely, because they didn't finish. This. Anyway, oh that's boy. a different. Oh boy. That's a that's a different different podcast. Uh, shout out to you, that's, guys yeah, that's, that's, that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Williams, have you got anything you would like to get off your chest at this early stage? I don't mean take your t-shirt. Uh, yeah, that, that's not happening anyway. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, just the fact that it's going on at all. Okay, right. Go on. Just you thirty seconds. Can start it. from now. Just cancel the event. Just yeah. don't hold it at all. Don't put it in the. Don't put it in the, in the phone center. Just give you give you like give you contracted superstars the night off. Give them the week off. Give them the month off. Until it's all calmed down and stuff like that, stop putting people's lives at risk. It's just not worth it. It was absolutely ridiculous. Like, um, have it in the summer. Change SummerSlam to be WrestleMania. Jim Cornette said that. Done. He's done. That's it. Um, yeah, but on, on that basis then, so you, uh, you're going to be watching the weekend or. Uh... Not live. <laughs> well, nobody is. Literally nobody is. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that that was our our segment that we introduced last time out. Mr. Moore missed one, so he's uh, he's going to have one in the bank, but we might keep that one for uh, for a little bit later on. I think the old skyrocket. 
first things first, we probably need to uh, address the, the situation of the pay-per-view predictions championship. Mr. Cook, the reigning defending pay-per-view predictions champion. I'm so proud of that title that I can't even see it on camera right now. At this point in time, I'm like, shit. It's, it's out of arm's reach as well. It's like, I can see the bag. Fuck it. Right, two seconds. <laughs> so, will that title be successfully defended? Do you boys already know the answers to these questions? I, I, don't, I think I, I do. So... In, uh, in no particular order, but a very particular order. Last time out we had the uh, Elimination Chamber predictions. Three people got four points. One person got five. So, without any further ado, the, uh, the member of the podcast that took the five points and therefore the victory... And new Cookie Cast presents getting over pay per view predictions champion, Mr. Matthew Moore. Hey! There he is. It's happened. So, send the first, kind of... first the first. Send the standee. <laughs> send it now and we'll put the belt on it. I'll get it up in the corner of the room. Some, some kind of technology magic where you could pass it like Yeah, I could, I could do it like this. Box to box. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, Mr. Moore, and uh, he will get his hands on that title one day because if it's not some kind of travel issue, it's it's a worldwide pandemic that's keeping him away from the Um Don't know anything about it, boys. Anybody want to hazard a guess as to which one won it for Matt? In particular. It was a few things because very sensibly picked Alistair Black to beat AJ Styles because of the whole Undertaker thing when I decided that I thought it was going to go the other way and then the interviews happened. So you picked the point off me there. Um, Paul, for some bizarre reason, thought Humberto Carrillo was going to win and then specified by DQ. You sensibly picked Andrade, so you picked the point off Paul there. And because Andy was clearly possessed at the time the uh, things were, the predictions were made last time, he picked New Day to win. <laughs> so you picked the point. So you picked the point off Andy there. Everybody else, uh, all the other matches and the predictions were the same. So whereas we we played for points straight down the middle, very sensibly scored you the win there, Mister Man. So that's, that's where. We're... <laughs> well, we're gonna have to find out what happens this time around. And because WrestleMania is indeed too big for one night. It's also too big for one podcast. So this is the first part of our WrestleMania podcast this year. And the, the card has been split um, by myself. We, I looked to see if they were still putting things up about how it was split online. Couldn't find it. So I've just picked eight matches for podcast one. And then you'll be able to tune into podcast two to, uh, to, to catch the other eight matches. So shall we get into the card? Or does anyone want to discuss anything else first? Can I um, double check? Is T 
TBD definitely going to show up this time. Because <laughs> well, it's, it... I've actually I've actually put money down on this, and it's it's not a small amount of money. I believe if TBD shows up, absolutely going to crush. Like I reckon it's going to take a, a title, if not a couple of titles. Well, for, for those of you that don't quite understand what Mr. Cook is alluding to, you might well have known by now that uh, Roman Reigns has withdrawn from WrestleMania. So it's understandable. I think I think it's fair that, you know, with his recent health conditions and all the rest of it, his immune system is not going to necessarily be up to scratch. And has decided to... to this is the exact point. On. Yeah, exactly. This is the exact point as to why they shouldn't have it. Don't have it. Just, just don't put anyone's health at risk and just don't have the event. It's not hard. The biggest thing is, from like a money perspective, from a company's perspective, why would you jeopardise your talent? What possible reason would you jeopardise your talent working on the principle that, let's say, one of them gets it and then passes it on, what happens when you come out the other side of quarantine, lockdown, or anything like that, to no talent? You 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 have no product. The other side of it as well is that realistically there is another place to go now as well. So, you know, you think about it, if you work for a place where you think, oh, well, they don't give a shit about me, then you think, well, actually, but you think, I've got nowhere else to go. So, you know, for years and years and years, they've been stuck in the WWE. AEW is a perfectly viable kind of thing, and they're showing it at the moment. You know, if you're a big name and not quite WCW style kind of thing, or TNA kind of way, you get aging ones. They, they'll take people in their prime and they'll give them money because they've got a shit ton of money. So if there's a, a, an option to go somewhere else, you're like, well, you don't care about me. You 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 were willing to risk my health at a time when everywhere else in the world, within reason, was kind of taking care of people just for the payday. And, and, and what payday was it? Because, you know, you see people, 100 quid for the two nights or $100 for the two nights. Who's paying that for a pay-per-view? That's insane. I mean, if, if anyone's paying that, just, just get on the network. It's 10 quid. Or free if you've never used it before. You know, well, it, it, I, can't, I can't understand it. I noticed from watching Raw this week that they were actually pushing. Normally, it's the network, the network, the network. And maybe it's been edited out previously. Maybe it's because of the um, stream that, uh, sorry, the feed that I oh, definitely watched on TV um, that I was watching it on. But they, they were I've pushing. Heard a bit about a TV broadcast that you watched, yeah. Correct. Yes. Thank you very much, BT Sport. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they were pushing actually buying it on pay per view before they were even mentioning it. Which one I thought was nuts because why would you then? Like you say, why would you pay hundred dollars for it when you could pay ten dollars for it at most? Uh, but then, like, why would you push somebody else's product before? I, 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 I just, I didn't get it. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So matches. Well, like I said, I picked eight for now and eight for later, and for part two. Seeing as Andy mentioned TBD, do we just get right into the meat of it and go to the Universal Title match first? So. Oh, uh, sorry, Goldberg and what was supposed to be Roman Reigns apparently <coughs> are still going to fight for the Universal title. As ever with uh, getting over, we are, all the information as I have it is correct at the time of recording, so it might well be that 
the opponent will be announced on this week's Friday Night Smackdown. It might well be, they might leave it till it goes live to, to, as a sort of surprise. I don't know, I'm not quite sure how it's going to work. Well, firstly, with the withdrawal of Roman Reigns, is Goldberg losing the title? Or who's he going to fight? I can think now we've probably got two viable options for, for points for the board as well. So if you want to have a stab at who he's going to fight, let's go with it. Anyone want to take this one first? So I'd heard that he was already fighting a, a chosen opponent. So right. whether that was whether that was just bollocks, I don't know. If this is from like earlier on the day of recording, I've not seen it yet. I did my research was all done last night and it had been drawn up. So if it's something recent, you might have the, the scoop on us therefore. What have you seen? Hmm. Well, well, I'll go last then. Oh, yes, yeah, so that, that, that fair on the points? <laughs> well, no, 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 swear anyone, he's choice to have. Okay, well, I have no idea right now who he's going to fight, for me personally. Um, had they not made the um, Elias Corbin match, which we'll uh, get to at some point tonight, I would have picked Baron Corbin as an absolute squash. But... No, no, it's not, it's not about what you want to see, Stu. It's about what you think he'll do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'll pull double duty, though. Regardless of who his opponent is, I'm putting Goldberg down because I think this is going to be the first of... Not all the matches I don't think they'll keep, but I think this will be the first... There's still money in a goldberg Roman Reigns match, so um, I think Goldberg will retain and they'll probably have him hang on to it for a little bit longer than anybody really needed to see. Um, you might have to come back to me for a for an opponent. I'm I'm really not sure. Um, I'm I'm going to go Goldberg as well because I think they'll just roll it through to SummerSlam, and that'll be the kind of thing that you want. I'd heard Strowman as as his possible opponent, but I just can't see. I just can't see him. If, if Goldberg's going to win, he's got to do the spear and he's got to do the Jack Hammer kind of thing. And I just can't see him being able to lift Strowman to to make it look effective. So it's it's difficult. It, it's finding who's the who's the opponent that's going to be able to sell it well. You know, do they do like a, do they get Balor back in? I mean, that'd be I think Balor would make him look good because but is Balor still stuck in NXT or the, the, you know? I don't know, it's that kind of thing. But I'm going to go Goldberg to win. And actually, go on, I'm going to say Balor to be his opponent, just to make him look like a million dollars. Kind of similar to like the Lesnar match that Balor had. Was that, was that a WrestleMania or was that a SummerSlam? Well, yeah, was, uh, Rumble. Yeah. Rumble. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Mr. Cook, where are you going with? I'd also seen mention of it being Braun Strowman. Um, but I I fully agree with that at this point in time in a match that's essentially not happening they might as well leave the title with Goldberg let it run through to whenever and pick it back up when when it's all back to normal normal yeah. so Goldberg for me opponent Strowman yeah 
I'm gonna kick myself when it is Strowman. Oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> well, you, but you've given all the reasons why it shouldn't be him, and I can't disagree with any of them because he's not. He's never ever. If he if he couldn't do it, it's Undertaker. He's never lifted Strowman, who's a good bit thicker. Yeah, I know. I know. There's a. I know. There's an amount of work done by the opponent. Obviously, they kind of tense what muscles to sell it and all that kind of thing to help them. But he's still got to be able to lift a three hundred pound man, and I just don't think he can. Yeah. Well, who are you going with? Um. So, complete the sweep. I'd heard that it was Strowman. Okay. So, but I knowing how how much they rewrite the shows on on the day. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they just pull the trigger and just go with it, to be honest with you. So I'm going to say Strowman and that he wins the belt. Wow, okay. Well, that's that's huge, especially given his uh, outburst recently. You see all that about um, yeah. getting absolutely panned by the indie wrestlers? Not not very sensible of old. What was his, what was his actual name? Adam. Adam Adam. So, yeah, just maybe think next time, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to say Strowman for the opponent. I, I can't, like, I'm, I'm torn. I'm really torn. Um, I might even have to come back to that full stop at some point later in the podcast because I really can't think right now who, who it's been. The only one, the only I, other one that we can... Go on, sorry, I'm, I'm hopping in there. The only one which we'd like to see would be Riddle. But... Yeah, yeah that that, that would be amazing. Goldberg's going to be furious about that. <laughs> part of me, part of me, does wonder though if they'll they'll rely on the bank of NXT talent to get through it because <laughs> they've already had to do it in the um, the Raw tag team title match, which again we'll get to. But it it would strike me that they all live around there. Why not? So I just I'm just try- right now I'm trying to think of like bigger guys that are in <clears throat> excuse me that are in. Um, NXT, so like people like Keith Lee perhaps would be a shout, and I can, I can only see that happening if that North American title goes missing, just to put a bit of doubt in people's minds whether or not he'd take it. In fact, do you know what? Let's not come back to that. Let me just put Keith Lee. I've talked myself into that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. He's great. He's absolutely great. Um, yeah, that, Keith Lee's that, one of the best superstars they've got at the moment. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so it'd be interesting. So from, I think from a, a, a match, a match that will likely close one of the two nights of uh, WrestleMania, um, to a match that will probably open one of the two nights of WrestleMania. Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. I don't think. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Neither of those two people are uh, cruiserweight uh, cruiserweight title holders. <laughs> Hey, that's one thing. That's one thing we've not addressed. Actually, they've said it's going to be three and a half hours each night. Don't forget, one hour pre-show first. Why? Why? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, keep, I'm keeping that. Tune into part two for my uh, my thing now. So we've um, yeah, Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley, a match that's been thrown together with no actual thought, but it just fills the space. So who are we going with? Let's go to Mister Moore for that one. Uh, Alistair Black, they've given him the big build, you know, and Christ Lashley's awful. I don't know, I, I, they just turned him into a joke again, and 
like in TNA he was actually something worth watching but and then he's cut he came to came to WWE and it's just back to just a comedy act and I just think no you could do so much more with him you know I'm not saying he's a good wrestler he isn't and he's not good on the mic but you know they want other people to do that kind of role and they'll pay a fortune for Goldberg to come back and Bobby Lashley is you know 100 times the wrestler that Goldberg is you know so but yeah so Alistair Black I like Alistair Black I think he should be way higher up on the card total indie mark kind of thing but but yeah, it's a shame what they're doing with Lashley because it's just, it's a bit like a fuck you. It's kind of like Vince is like, I've got to piss, someone's got to piss me off and he's pissed me off the most. I'll get fucked. Kind of thing. So, yeah, so it's like, anytime I can stick it to Lashley, I'll do it. So, right, yeah, squash mash for you kind of thing. I, I feel like with Alistair Black, I am also picking Alistair Black for this match. I feel like he's almost stuck in limbo because they've built him to the point where now I feel like he's too big possibly for the US title, whilst it's still in the realms of being held by like cruiserweight-style guys. But he's not quite there yet to be able to challenge like Lesnar. Isn't that and Balor kind of thing that Balor got stuck in after he won it, won the Universal title, then got injured, and then he came back and was like, uh, we don't know what to do with you now, but thanks. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think he'll definitely win this match, so I'm going with, I'm going with Black. Mr. Cook. Alistair Black for me. Straight to the point. Yeah. And Mr. Williams, to round us out. He's on mute because he's like, hey, this is the one, this is the one edition of Cookie Cast where you're not going to get him sneezing because he can mute it. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) The wonders of technology. (coughs) So, he likes to sort of, um, Spice things up at WrestleMania, doesn't he? Please tell me not. So, Black's not lost a match yet, has he, has he on the main roster? Singles match? No, not that. Not cleanly, anyway, if he has. Take me down for a Lashley win that no one wants to see, but we'll be getting anyway. Right, well, that's one point extra for us boys, anyway. <laughs> so, to uh, to what is possibly now the one of been one of the most odd stories on SmackDown in recent history, Mr. Dolph Ziggler versus Otis of Heavy Machinery and the Love Triangle with Mandy Rose. But effectively, Otis and Ziggler going at it. I thought that was a bad choice of word. But uh, for uh, for the affections of uh, of Miss Mandy Rose. How do we feel about this? Like, what's like? I feel it's a bit high school for me, and it, it feels a bit like it's just like the mean girl that's going to end up bullying the kid who is one of a much better expression. Definitely way more into her than she will ever be to him. And I just can't see it going any other way than at the moment. I still think they're in that point where they're hammering Otis into the floor. So I, I still think that Ziggler will probably win this. And I think they'll keep the blow off for later down the road. Personally. I'm going I'm going Ziggler. I I'm gonna go Otis. I think the payoff will be in this. She'll I don't know, kick Ziggler in the nuts or something like that and Otis will win. Let's keep it on brand, she's gonna smack him right in the donut. 
Same as that for me. I think this is where they uh, pull the trigger and get a turn, try and get people on side with the rest of that. And Mr. Gillick. Ziggler for me, please. Did you see? Did anyone see that uh, Ziggler kind of won Twitter though, when he put out this thing about like uh, you know you strive for all your career to you know get to the top level and sort of that, and within the next week I'll have uh, had the same amount of uh, WrestleMania singles matches as Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is incredible. Speaking of being buried. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to the Bone Zone match. Bones! <laughs> okay, so if you've not seen Raw this week, uh, you'll have missed out on a very intense Undertaker promo to open the show, where he's essentially brought back the American badass style of Undertaker. I've seen a few people didn't like it. Personally, I thought it was good. I was... I was pleased that he brought back the uh, try me, I'll make you famous line. I did quite enjoy that. Bit of a bit of a pop while I was watching that one. But I'm still can't take him seriously in like a, some sort of headscarf slash do rag thing, whatever it was. <laughs> was it not a beanie hat? It, it was a very tight fitting thing on his head, whatever it it was probably a whisker away from essentially him wearing a combo on his head as well. <laughs> it, was, it was far too tight. But yeah, um, I, th- I feel like they're, they're getting to take a chance with something with like, because it is behind closed doors, because it is going to be so different. They're getting to kind of like have a free shot at a few things, and I think this is one of them. Boneyard match, or Bone Zone match, as it has been dubbed between us. What? Like, nobody knows what it is. It's probably something that Vince thought of whilst he was reading the paper, having it go on the toilet. But. <laughs> Who who knows what it's going to be? Is it like and also as well? We need to mention in this that the um, the promo by Undertaker said that he'll be bringing the Holy Trinity, so AJ better bring those uh, the other members of the OC. So is it going to just be Taker on his own, or do we think Holy Trinity possibly alludes to other people? Because I can't see for the fact it is, it is a, a boneyard match. There is absolutely no way Taker's losing this for me. No, no, I think I'd, I'd read, I'd, well, I'd heard, read and heard somewhere that it's meant to be like a buried alive match, but they can't say that in the PG era. So that's kind of difficult. Yeah, we can't say it in the PG era. But well, we're going to bury you alive on television, you know. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're just going to uh, you know, comedy falling into a grave or something like, you know, something. It's just, yeah. I don't know, their track record of doing these weird kind of off-site kind of matches is not great. You know, they go back to the Randy Orton, um, Bray Wyatt kind of one a couple of WrestleManias ago. That was not good. Um, you know, so we'll see where kind of where they go with it. But, um, oh, yeah. They'll decide not to project maggots into the ring at any point in this, uh, in this match. <laughs> yeah. That was just the worst bit for me. Absolutely took everything away from it. I'm, I'm thinking. Obviously, I'm going to take it for my choice. Um, if there is a Holy Trinity, I can't. I can't one, of, it's got to be Kane, surely, to, to quote Jr. But who, who is the third one going to be? Because like be... Michelle McCool kind of shit talking from AJ. I don't know whether that's a 
kind of fetches yeah. her into it. But apart from that, you know. Possibly. Yeah, it's not, probably not a bad shout. But So uh, was uh, was that a, a definitive Undertaker win for Mr. Moore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Cook? Undertaker all day. I, I agree that there's the Kane possibility, but I also agree I have absolutely no idea who a third person would be. I have no idea who they would bring in to, to fill that third position. So... Unless, unless they're going to use it as an opportunity to build somebody new, um, I'm, I'm not sure, because obviously... A few years going back, a few years, the obvious choice would have been that Vera would have shown up. Obviously, now physically impossible. Um, but I'm I'm really not sure who who it could be. No, I'm just. Paul. Well, back in the day, his original manager was Brother Love, wasn't he? And that's Pritchard, and he's still there. So, but it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. So, take a win for you as well? Yeah, doesn't make any sense yeah. to have anything else. Pull out, right off, you know, okay. Um, possibly now the match that I'm looking forward to more than any on the rest of the, the, the card, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. This should be a proper scrap and also a decent wrestling match. I think they've both got it in them to do it. Uh, Mr. Moore, do you want to lead us off on this one? I'm I'm really torn with this one because obviously they all they you know you Kevin Owens has never had a WrestleMania moment. Seth Rollins is like you know I am kind of kind of trying to take that kind of Mr WrestleMania kind of Shawn Michaels kind of type of thing. I'm the best one. Uh, I don't know. It's but the way they built Owens and uh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go Kevin Owens with this one. Again, another absolutely solid promo on Raw this week after retaking yeah. the kicking as well. Very, very good. Um, whatever has happened to the writing staff, keep doing it because the promos, like when there's no crowd, when they're having to do it themselves to a camera or in a darkened room in the back, have all been much, much better for me. I know that obviously the crowd interaction at some point will come back and take from this what you can like maybe do a few more you know away from away from the front of the front of the shop and do a few more like like it always used like you know you used to get mankind in a bloody boiler room or like came with some dubious red light you know whatever it might be but i think the promos have definitely been much more intense over the last sort of two or three weeks since all this started i am a little bit torn on who's going to win as well because Rollins, I think, probably take the loss more as a character. Um, and I really want Kevin Owens to win. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna go Kevin Owens, but that's, I still I feel like that's more heart over head. But you've got to go with enjoying it, right? It's not all about the science. Mr. Williams, who you got? Yeah. <laughs> This is a bit of a weird one for me because it, it's it's sort of the example of two characters where you don't really know where they're sort of going with either of me. I don't really get where this Monday Night Messiah thing is leading to. 
Um, I, I, obviously, I'm skipping ahead here to another match, but obviously, so you've got Lesnar versus McIntyre for the WWE Championship. That's the title that's on Raw. Whoever wins that match, would you imagine that one of these two would be the next person that they'd face? I'd like to think so. That'd be where I would go with it personally. But I think, like again, not just skipping ahead a match, skip, skipping ahead way into the future. Now they've got the realms of a group of four with uh, Seth Rollins, with uh, Murphy and AOP. One of the AOP is now injured, so by the time they come back, they'll have adopted a fifth member to fill that gap. Instant Survivor Series team, right there for me. There'll be some. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I think that's long term. Uh, and way way ahead of where we are now, but that's where I think they're going with it, which is why, again, I'd like to see Owens versus the eventual winner, like you suggested. So that so that's the thing, though. So obviously, in that regard, your WWE Championship match, you've got Lesnar is arguably your heel against McIntyre, arguably your face. You can't really book Lesnar versus. Keel Rollins, because that doesn't really make any sense. There's no sympathy for either of the guys in that. There's no real money in a McIntyre versus Owens face versus face match. So, I don't know. It's a bit of a coin flip one for me, this one. Um, well, there's no difference in the, no the actual booking meetings. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's honestly might, what we might be. For me at the moment, yeah, I, I think you said that Rollins is the one who can afford to take the loss more. So, for that reason, I'll go with Owen. Okay. And to round us out on that one, Mr. Cook, what you got? KO. KO as well, so clean sweep on that one. Indeed. Alright. So, we... Shall move on. SmackDown tag team titles have been decided in a triple threat ladder match. This could also be pretty tasty. Uh, I'm going to let Mr. Cook take the lead on this because this match features his my favourite favourite tag team of all time, the New Day. My absolute favourite. Versus favorite. the Usos versus the champions, current champions Miz and Morrison. So yeah, you've. Uh... Am I still there? Sorry. Um, you've got a. You've got a choice to make, my friend. So, obviously, they shafted me last time. They absolutely shafted me. And that's because I picked them. And I shouldn't have done that. That is absolutely the wrong thing to do, to go with the worst. Um, so, that's kind of like, a third of the decision is made, basically. Don't okay. go with New Day. Stick me down for the New Day. <laughs> oh my god. That's like the, the, that, that was a quicker turn than Big Show facing the So Andy is going New Day. Wow, so new champions as well. Yeah. Right, okay. Paul, where are you going on this one? So I think we said this a couple of weeks ago on the... Um on the uh, podcast for the Elimination Chamber one. Um, you'd imagine they'd keep the title switch till WrestleMania and the Usos have had it for a while 
So, Uxos for me. Okay. Matt, who are you going with? Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Alright. Any any particular reason? It's WrestleMania, isn't it? Time for a bit of a change. <laughs> Spice things up, move things around. A bit of hot potato. In fairness, they, they, well, that title hasn't changed time for a very long time and it was Alexa that mentioned it on TV again to kind of bring it back to the forefront. A little more, so it kind of wouldn't surprise me. Plus, they do love Alexa Bliss. They're very they seem to be very, uh, very high on Alexa Bliss. So, are you just like in my head at the minute, just like stealing all the stuff I'm to say? <laughs> no, not particularly. It's, I, I mean, they're only in <laughs> some kind of weird like telepathy device, but you know, it feels weird having an earpiece in. I actually feel like a newsreader at this point. <laughs> so, I'm. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually agreeing with Andy on this one. I'm going Alexa and, uh, and Nikki for that, for the, for the reasons that we just mentioned. Um, so I take it that's three for three so far then, Paul. You're also going Alexa Bliss. And um, yeah, they like yeah. they like a good title change at WrestleMania and they seem to absolutely love her. So she's not had a title for ages as well. To keep, to keep with the now yearly tradition, whoever's the tag team champions in the women's division gets to have like a meltdown in the next month, right, and go off. Oh, sorry, no, that was just Sasha Banks. Anyway. <laughs> I obviously didn't say that to her when I met her in November, but... Yeah, exactly. Probably, probably best not to. Um, yeah, so, Matt, are you uh, completing the, the full set? Yeah. Or are you... Uh, you yeah, are full, house, full house. Full house to give the... Is it on, is it on SmackDown? To give the, the moment of bliss. That kind of 
interview segment gets gets it every week, so just to kind of freshen it up, uh, give them the title belts and kind of see where it goes from there. You know, at some point that that Alexa Bliss is going to turn on Nikki Cross, but we might as well keep it going for a little bit longer with the uh, with the kind of with the tag titles for now. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. And I think that also as well with, I don't know if you guys have caught much of Asker's like stuff over the last few weeks, despite the fact that nobody can understand a goddamn word she's saying, she's probably been one of the most entertaining parts of Raw. Obviously when I say nobody, hi Japan, um, but <laughs> like at the same, to, the, to the same end, she has been like really, really good and people seem to be getting behind her. So I, I wouldn't surprise me to see some kind of title run. Uh, yeah. Possibly not against Becky, but uh, wouldn't surprise me to see some sort of tackle. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in the not too distant future. Speaking of uh, of women's title matches, uh, it's not the Raw women's tag. Uh, women Just edit that bit out, Andy. Um, it's not the um, it's not the the Raw women's title that we're about to talk about now. It's to close out part one of the uh, getting over WrestleMania thirty six special. The SmackDown women's tag team title match. Uh, SmackDown women's title match. God damn, there's enough tag, uh, tag team title to go around. Bailey, the champion versus Sasha versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Naomi. Very, like, just as a quick fire, one of the five. Who have you got? Bailey. I'll, I'll go first. Go ahead. Uh, Sasha Banks. I'll, I'll go on Sasha Banks, I think. Okay, and um, Matt, Matt's gone Sasha. Was that a, was that a Bailey I heard from uh, Andy? You know the rules. Come on, <laughs> go on, go on, Paul. Say it. Right. Uh, yeah. There's no. There's absolutely no way that Bailey wins this match. <laughs> and as such, look for the T-shirt on CookieCast.com. Lacey <laughs> uh, eventually. Uh, are they, are they going to pull the trigger? I don't know. Lacey. Yeah, do it. Okay, why not? Feels like an absolute shot in the dark. I'm torn, that... between, I'm torn between two because I can't decide if they'll give it back to Naomi just as an absolute left field one. Um, home state and all the rest of it. But it feels like they've already done that at WrestleMania before. Um, and as such, I'm also going with Sasha because I think she will win, but not by pinning Bailey. She'll pin one of the others. And then it'll be the whole kind of Bailey versus Sasha, but you're my friend, blah, 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 is where I think we're going to go with that. So that's it. That's it for now. Join us again, part two, the WrestleMania 36 prediction special with us guys getting over from Cookie Cast. I'll put a light onto the next one. <laughs> See, Matt, Matt's predictions were literally all shots in the dark because that's what he's working in right now. So there we go. What do you think to that? A little bit different, but still works. Uh, like I say, that's part one, so tune in for part two. But uh, seeing as I've got you, uh, if you're not watching us on YouTube, jump over there, check us out. And while you're there, why don't you uh, subscribe and uh, share and stuff.
Everybody jump over to cookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some love, send us your predictions, send us something. So yeah, tune in for part two any minute, and uh, until then, I'm going to say bye.